Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Welcome to another installment of Odds and Ends, a series of mini-episodes that invites you to explore the hidden treasures within the band's extensive musical library. In this episode, we uncover the depths of Richard Manuel and Robbie Robertson's artistic collaboration within the composition Katie's Been Gone. Nestled in the Catskill Mountains, it was the perfect environment for a new band to begin to flex their creative muscle, not to mention having Bob Dylan around. Two members of the band began experimenting with songwriting in a dominant way. Richard Manuel and Robbie Robertson were picking up what Dylan was laying down and beginning to cut their teeth behind the typewriter. Robertson had begun to dabble earlier, before even joining the Hawks, writing songs and providing Ronnie Hawkins with Hey Babalu and Someone Like You for his 1959 album Mr. Dynamo, and accompanying Hawkins to the famed Brill Building in New York City to pick songs for the rest of the album. On the other hand, Manuel followed a little later and was the ultimate jackknife of talent. He could write a melody, he could draft a potent lyric, and as a soloist, or pair up with Dylan, providing the musical foundation for songs like Tears of Rage. No small feat, even as a green songwriter, he impressed Dylan enough to write with him. Robertson and Manuel began to work together quite often in those many months in the Catskills. One of their earliest collaborations was Katie's Been Gone, a creation that eloquently was articulated by David Inman, where he says it marries Manuel's lyric profundity and Robertson's meticulous craftsmanship. The song's origins begin in the hallowed basement, recording sessions at Big Pink, the band's clubhouse in West Saugerties, New York, starting in 1967. It was a time when the band and Bob Dylan converged in a creative crucible, setting the stage for the band's birth and Bob Dylan's rebirth. Katie's Been Gone stands as a poignant missive for a forsaken lover, its emotional resonance a testament to the band's exceptional storytelling prowess, even early in their careers. Manuel picks up the lead vocal on the track and provides an emotional whirlwind of a performance. Katie's been gone since the springtime. She wrote one time and sent her love. Katie's been gone for such a long time now. I wonder what kind of love she's thinking of. Later noted by Grail Marcus, Manuel's potent vocals wowed even the curmudgeon, who called the performance, quote, the kind of love song only Richard Manuel could pull off, in the album's liner notes. And the band's instrumentation is intriguing. In the chorus, they blend a lively, upbeat tune with a poignant, melancholic lyric reminiscent of compositions by the Beach Boys, like God Only Knows. Rick Danko's bass stands out prominently, showcasing his trademark bouncy, agile style that emerged as early as 1967. 
whose bass line marked by the jumps and slides across the guitar neck takes on a significant melodic role. Garth Hudson's organ also plays a prominent role, adding brightness to the yearning tone of the lyrics. In the choruses, Emmanuel and Danko harmonize, with Danko reaching the upper range of his vocal, intensifying the desperation echoed in the lyrics. The verses serve as a contrast to the chorus, employing a more stripped-down approach that highlight the specific elements of the instrumentation. Robertson's guitar takes center stage, employing a picked, descending riff that adds a haunting quality to the music. The deliberate pacing of the guitar riff sets the tone, weaving a thread of introspection throughout the verses. And alongside that riff, a piano contributes a rhythmic foundation, emphasizing the song's structure and providing a steady heartbeat. Outside of the beautiful musical and lyrical gravitas of Katie's Been Gone, from a tactical perspective, this composition carries whispers of an homage to Karen Dalton a revered figure within the Greenwich Village folk scene of the 60s. The roots of the song's narrative can be traced back to Dalton's rendition of the traditional piece Katie Cruel, a haunting ballad featured on her 1971 album In My Own Time. Dalton's ethereal interpretation was the wellspring from which the band's gifted songwriters drew inspiration, predating even Dalton's recording. When I first came to town, they called me the Robin Jewel. Now they've changed their tune Call me Katie Crew Through the woods I'm going Through the boggy mire Straight way down the road Till I come to my heart's desire Both compositions cast a central figure, an alluring yet interesting persona at the heart of the narrative. Katie Cruel paints a poignant transformation from celebrated jewel to outcast, with its verses echoing the evolution. When I came to town, they called me a roving jewel. Now they changed their tune. They call me Katie Cruel. On the other hand, Katie's Been Gone crafts a vivid portrait of a lover's relentlessness and abandonment, leaving us to ponder. Katie said that I was her only one. But then I wonder why she didn't want to stay. When I said I was lonely, she said there's no need to feel that way. Katie said that I was her only one. But then I wonder why she didn't want to stay. And that's not just the only mystique around this song. Much debate include the origins of the recording that is Katie's been gone. Author Sid Griffin, in his 2007 book, Million Dollar Bash, Bob Dylan, The Band, and The Basement Tapes, firmly contends that the song was predominantly captured within the confines of Woodstock in 67, later receiving drum overdubs before its eventual release in 1975. What deepens the intrigue is Barney Hoskins, another noted author in the space, said the drums were indeed recorded in 67 alongside the other instrumental elements. Levon Helm's absence during the Bob Dylan tour in 66 and his subsequent return to the group added to this air of mystery. Hoskins speculates that Gary Chester, a notable New York session drummer renowned for his work on Van Morrison's Brown-Eyed Girl and numerous hits for artists like John Denver, Jim Crochet, and The Loving Spoonful, may have stepped in behind the drum kit. 
But Katie's Been Gone isn't just a song. It's a symbol of the band's amazing teamwork and the diverse influences that shaped their music. From the Catskill Mountains to working with Bob Dylan, this haunting song was born from Richard Manuel and Robbie Robertson's talents. Manuel's emotional singing really grabs you, telling a story about a lost love. The song's mysterious tale goes back to the folk scene in Greenwich Village, inspired by Karen Dalton's Katie Cruel. Both songs talk about intriguing people who are hard to pin down, adding depth and interest. And people still debate where and how Katie's Been Gone was made, adding extra mystery. So whether it was recorded in Woodstock or during the band's jam sessions, this song sticks around, leaving its mark in musical history. It's a testament to the band's incredible skill and lasting impact. Thank you for listening to this episode of the band of history odds and ends our series of mini episodes i love this song katie's been gone uh, it grabbed me from the first time i heard it uh, really love richard Manuel's vocal the instrumentation is just wonderful so i really hope you enjoyed this little mini episode love to hear your thoughts on this song um, the series is continuing odds and ends b-sides rarities all that kind of stuff so if you have a suggestion of which one you'd like me to cover next please let me know um, I'm writing about all of them, but if uh, if there's one that sticks out in particular, uh, let me know. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can. You can go to patreon.com slash history. There's different tiers, contribute monthly or yearly, and you get early access to episodes, extra writing, access to our book club, and so much more. Uh, you can check over on our Patreon for those perks and other things there. And, uh, you know, join us on social media. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at The Band Podcast. We're always having discussions there, content shared over there. That's a great spot to be. Thank you for listening to this episode. Really hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't checked out some of the other stuff we've done, we have the main show where I go into the history in depth of the band from beginning all the way until 1999. We're working our way through that. And our new, uh, and our new series, uh, song with where I sit down and interview a person who picks a band song that they really like and we talk about that our first episode just came out about Jawbone so go check that out thanks everybody and we'll see you next time what would you do to achieve the American dream the big house the happy family the money would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who kill their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. 
Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.